afternoon, in the morning. What day is it? I don't know. I start with a song. I am sorry. In advance. In advance. I apologize. I apologize. Why am I singing a song? There's a bit of drool coming out my mouth And we've only just started If you want me on your song Send me money and the link I will provide backing vocals It will be a big smash hit Remember that song Justin Timberlake started this is this part of my song. Welcome to the podcast. We're back, people. Random podcast. What better way to start it with a song? Probably many better ways, says you to me. Marquez here. What is it? Second week of January. Janvier, as they say in France. Janvier. Hey, Jean-Pierre Papin. Jean-Pierre Papin, who remembers that footballer with the great name? Jean-Pierre Papin. I wonder what he's up to now. Where is Jean-Pierre Papin? Who knows? And we're off to a weird start. What are we at? 68. Number 68. Oh, we're one away from 69. Then we can all give oral sex to one another as we listen. That's the deal you sign up for when you listen to the podcast. Turn it off now. If you have four seconds to turn it off, three, two, one, you're in. Contract signed. Social agreement. We're in like Flynn. We're in like Flynn. We're in like Flynn. We're in like Flynn. You are hooked in the podcast. Good to go. Is it cold? Might it snow? It's kind of cold in LA. That's why I'm sniffing. But I'm always sniffing. People think I'm on drugs. I'm not on drugs. I am drugs. Did you ever hear some people give that answer? You're on drugs? No, I am drugs. Okay, you're definitely on drugs. If that's the answer you give, you're definitely on drugs. It's kind of cold. Um, I like the way weathermen say, It's uh, 60 degrees today, but it feels like 64. How, what? How does that make sense? I don't get it. Who cares? Just tell us what it is. Feels like 72, but it's only 71. Wow. I've said I'm going to do that with my penis. Hell, it is. It's it's four inches, but it feels like 10. I feel like if I turn my real penis size, even though I don't know it, the joke won't be as funny. So I went for four. Is four a funny number? It's four funny in the penis world. You tell me, guys. You let me know. What's a funny number for a small penis? But it has to be slightly realistic. But also, obviously not true, ladies. Obviously not true. It's four inches, but it feels like ten. And the girl's like, no, it doesn't. It actually feels like three. I know. I have a ruler in my vagina. And then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. I really messed up. I really uh, got caught out my lies. Here's a dumb analogy, all right? One of many that I will no doubt say today. Um, I got ordered a shirt. I bought this one shirt for Christmas. You know me, guys. Buy me presents. Nice little shirt. 
Chartes, they call me. Chartes. Full of Chartes, they call me. Look at this shirt head. Shirty Mac. Um, shirt the fuck up is what people say when I talk about my shirt. Shirt up. Uh, so I bought one and it's, it's, I'll be honest, it's stunning. Stunning shirt. Very nice. Put it on. I like when you buy something online, you put it on and straight away you're like, oh yes. Oh, we made a good call today, ladies and gentlemen. The, the committee in my head came together and they said, buy that shirt, but you're buying it online. Will it fit? Hopefully. Will it be nice in person? Please, God. Is the model they're using online just very, very good looking? And is he making the shirt look better? Hopefully not. Hopefully it's the shirt that is carrying itself on its own merit. And when I put it on my body, it'll make me look better. It'll make me look more... It'll increase me, if that makes sense. I want the clothes to increase me. I know it's tough, a lot of you are saying, but Mark... You're a 10. How do you increase on a 10? Here's the thing, guys. I'm raising the scale. I'm bringing it up to 20. A lot of you are stuck in 8s, 7s, 6s, 5s. There's a couple of 4s. It's probably a 3. A couple of 2s. Who knows? There's a 1 out of 10. There's someone out there who's a 1 out of 10. And they're listening to the podcast. And they're like, oh, no. He, he knows about me. I want the shirt to take me from a 10 to a 12. Too much to ask? I don't think so. I'm paying money. I want it to increase my worth. And we all know self-worth is based on looks alone. That's it. Nothing else matters. You can get away. If you're a girl and you have a nice ass, you can do damage in the world. Who cares what the rest of you looks like? If you have the finest ass ever, you'll do well for yourself in this life. That's what I've realized from living in L.A. An ass goes a far, far way. An ass a day keeps the doctors... A fake ass a day. What am I on about? Who knows? The coffee's kicking in. Oh, we caught it. It's like surfing the wave. People surfing the coffee wave. And I think we're on the bubble of it now. Crisp. We're shooting across the water. I'm riding the wave. And you're right here with listening with me. You're on the wave. We're on the shoulders of giants. Me being the giants and you all being on my shoulders. Crisply surfing across the wave of life. On a coffee buzz. We don't have a surfboard. We have a coffee buzz. I fully forgot what I was going to say. What a balls. Increase me. Oh, so it's not better when you buy something. And I feel like it increases my self-worth. Makes me, I'm like, oh, yeah, now I feel better. It's like having a good hair day. Oh, yeah, now I feel lovely. Um, the red shirt that I bought did that. Oh, I feel, I feel like a million dollars. I feel like two bitcoins in it. I don't get it, right? Bitcoin at the moment. Everyone in LA is talking about it. Probably the whole world, but I don't know. I live in a bubble. And there's so many dumb people that I know in LA who seem to be making money off Bitcoin. And I mean, no, these people are thick, stupid. But they're the kind of thick, stupid who think they're smart. So I'm like, how are they making money? Are they making money? Are they lying? Do they just know terminology? I have a master's degree in e-business. I used to study cryptocurrency and the likes. And I have not made any money from this bubble. So my question to you, dear listener, am I the dumb one? Are they smart somehow? Are they savvy? But am I dumb? But I get the warmth of me thinking they're dumb. And that's enough. Who needs money when you have the warmth of self-righteousness? 
Unfortunately, self-righteousness won't pay the rent. Maybe it will. Maybe that's the new currency. Invest now, people. Send me your money. Invest in my new currency. Um, what was that about? Oh, self-worth. Feeling like a million bitcoins. Oh, yes. And then <coughs> I bought this. Um, I had a flower jacket. Don't know if I've spoken about this jacket. It's a black jacket. It's got flowery sleeves. Oh, and I couldn't. I bought it online. I couldn't pick the size. I didn't want it too big. I didn't want it too small. Uh, so I bought a medium, and it fit just just snug. But then I was like in my head, is it too small? Is it not? Is it not? Do I like it? Is it a bit flowery? And now people, I love it. People compliment me all the time because it takes a bit of balls, a bit of balls to wear some flowers in the sleeves. Not a lot of people have these flowery balls, but you know me. Flower ball haze, they call me. Flower balls haze, the floweriest balls in town. Um, that is a shout back to the time I ran out of baby powder and I was about to go on stage. And uh, I have this new uh, addiction to powdering my balls. Ran out of powder and someone suggested, how about flour? And I put flour in my balls and uh, not the same effect. In fact, it was awful. I was wearing black jeans, covering myself in flour. And then I got the call and I went on stage with flour balls haze. Uh, so yeah, flowery sleeves haze they call me now. Flowery sleeves haze. So I bought that. Result, people stopped me on the street telling me they love it. I was like, uh, you must be a big fan of me. You probably know me from other things other than my jacket. And they said no. And then they said they regret talking to me. And I said, cool, talk to you later. There's a new fan. I said to my pretend friend that was next to me, it's always nice to meet a fan. I'd say to no one in particular and wink at the wall. Um, so that was a good purchase. The red shirt for Christmas, great purchase. The red shirt has rhinestones on it of a wolf or a cat or a dog. I don't even know what it is. I don't even consider that they're rhinestones. And I look unreal in it, and I think I'm bringing rhinestones back. That's my uh, contribution to society in 2018, I'm bringing rhinestones back. You're very, very welcome. Great day for rhinestones and the likes. So then I was like, oh, I'll get it in black too. And I'm dumb and I thought it was the same shirt. And I bought in black and it took ages. Amazon's roomy if something's here or not. And not, if something is here, if something isn't here, good English. Thank you. I'm great at, I'm great at speak talking. Love a little bit of speak talking. Sweet speak talker haze, they call me. Um, oh, yeah, if something's here, not here in two days, I'm like, where is that? Tracking on FedEx. Three to six days. Ah, this is awful. This is bullshit. Um, so I had to wait and wait and wait. And it was meant to be here two days ago. And it didn't come. And then I checked and I got the date wrong. And it was here yesterday. And then it arrived. And I ripped it open. And I picked it up. And it didn't feel like the other shirt. And uh, my heart fell. But I was still full of hope. Because, you know, you got to be hopeful in this cruel, cruel world. Where you can be uh, duped by a shirt. Duped and fooled. Fooled and ridiculed. That's what they call me. Um, so I picked it up and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel like the other one. I thought this was the black version. And then I was like, oh, there's no rhinestones. Uh-oh. And then there was a bit of corduroy on the, sli on the shoulders. And I was like, oh. But I was trying to fool myself. Do you know the way one part of your brain would try and fool the other part of the brain? 
the logic was like, oh, you you done messed up now, boy. And the hopeful part was like, no, he hasn't. Come on, get it together. Don't, don't, don't curse the shirt. Don't curse the shirt. Uh, I just thought of a joke. I thought I was in the shower the other day and I thought of a great analogy. And now I can't remember what it was for, what joke it was for. And it literally just popped into my head when I was doing that. No. And now let me write it down, people. Hang on. Write it down. Analogy. That's how I remember to spell analogy. Analogy. No, what the hell was it for? Who knows and who cares? I care, though. That's why I'm wasting time. Can't remember the joke. Happy days. My career is now down the pan. Um, so then I took it out of the box, the shirt. I was like, ah, oh, corduroy. I don't know if I can bring both corduroy and rhinestones back. Am I a rhinestone cowboy? And a rhinestone... That's not the words. That's not the song, is it? Well, it is now, people. It is now. The rhinestone cowboy. I don't know the words or if this is the melody. But I didn't know if I could also be a corduroy cowboy. So I was like, oh, Jesus, I've really, I've really fucking ruined this fucking year already. Spilt a cup of tea on my new moleskin, so I knew this year wasn't going to be for me, people. I knew it wasn't going to be my cup of tea year. So then I took it out, and then I was like, oh, it doesn't feel like the other one. And then I was like, it seems smaller. It seemed like a different cut. And then I tried it on, and then I was like, after 10 seconds of trying it on, I was like, no, this is not the same shirt. Oh, what a waste of time and energy and hope. And uh, just a big letdown, a disappointment. But then I kept it on. I said, no, the hopeful part of my brain said the, the logical part. Come on, we can do it. We can make this work. Just give it a chance. Give it a chance. So I wore it. And I wore it around my bedroom. And I looked in every mirror I could find. And I said, what about this? And then I realized the corduroy uh, was the end of the shoulders. And it kind of went halfway up my shoulder. So the shirt was clearly too small for my body. But I was like, no, let's make it work. It's It seems small, but maybe it doesn't feel small. It's a... Let's pretend it's a 10-inch dick and not a 4-inch a penis. The weather analogy is coming back. And then uh, I wore it some more. And then I started fixing my hair because that's what I do when I look in the mirror all the time for some reason. I'm like, what the hell is going on with my hair? It's like a scarecrow. Uh, someone put a bad wig on my hair, on my head. What is going on? Because when I comb it, it looks lovely and nice and neat. And then it dries and I dries weird so i mess it up and then it goes mental and that's the answer to what's up with your hair i just told you i don't know i messed it up i ruined it again by mistake so then i actually took off the shirt and then i went and i combed my hair i wet it down and i combed it and i said let's see it now and then i put the shirt on 
and it looked worse and that's when i knew it was too small and that's when i gave up and that's when i said oh jesus i'm an idiot and it put me in a bad mood put me in a bad mood and it tired me out i had a tired night last night wasn't my usual chipper self because all i could think about was that shirt and how i had to put it back in the packaging put it back in the box and now i have to go to fedex to return it and that's a lot of hassle and I don't like it. And it annoyed me. And then today I said, I woke up this morning and I said, do you know what? I'm going to give the shirt another chance. It deserves another chance. I had such high hopes. Seems like a nice shirt. Seems like a shirt that my family would like. Um, let's give it one more try. So I took it out of the box, took it out of the packaging, took it out of the clips that came with it, put it back on. And I tried it again, and I put on a brave face, and I said, come on, let's look in the mirror, maybe the daylight. And then I posted it, and I sent pictures to people, and I said, come on, does this fit? And people were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, but I'm showing it from a flattering angle. How about this? And they're like, it could be small. And I was like, yeah, it's 100% cotton. Fuck cotton, because the red one is polyester and cotton. That's why it feels unreal. Then I got upset at cotton for about an hour. Actually upset. I was like, fuck cotton, cotton. Fuck cotton, fuck cotton. Singing this in my apartment like a lunatic while drinking coffee. Really upset with cotton. Didn't realize I was going to be hating cotton so early in the new year. But there you go. Don't like the cotton. And um, <coughs> then I just gave up and I realized, okay, I have to return the shirt. It's been a disappointment. So now my predicament is, should I return it and get it in a bigger size? Because uh posted on Instagram and females said, oh, I love the shirt. And you know, guys, that's the only thing that matters. If women thinks it's nice, then then you thinks it's nice. That's how men work. And if you don't follow that uh, rhythm of the night, then you won't be fashionable. Um, <coughs> so I was like, should I return it and ask him to send a bigger one? Or should I just order the bigger one and then have that? be on its way while the old one is on its way back save some time i'll be spending double the money but i'm an idiot that's what you do when you're an idiot you waste your money on stupid stuff like you don't even need when you should be saving up for bigger stuff like lawyers and visas and all this other stuff but anyway that's a whole other story my analogy after all that almost 20 minutes of gibbering is when <coughs> i order something online and I take it out of the box, and I know within 10 seconds I'm going to be disappointed. Is that what girls feel like when they have sex with a guy and he gets naked? And they're like, oh, no, this is not going to be good. And then 10 seconds into it, they're like, yeah, it's not. But then they give it a chance, and they're like, come on, maybe we can make this work. But they can't. The guy is either too small or not good at sex, or he's got man boobs. Who knows what turns him off? But then the next morning they're like, okay, come on, I thought we had something, the bad sex can't ruin what the rest of everything, he could be someone that I could take home to my family, I think my family would like this man shirt, and let's give it one more time. Uh, try in the morning, the cold light of day, and then you try to have sex again, and it's still disappointing, is that a thing, did I just make it up, ladies, let me know. As you can tell, I'm great at analogies. Inalogy, inalogy, an inalogy. It's cold, it's 60 degrees today, but it feels like 59. That's why I'm sniffing and snuffling. 
bit late in the podcast this week. I was goosed. Goosed Monday and Tuesday. Booze. Ah, the fun weekend. But then it's so weird. I like the fun weekend. I have way more fun boozing because I'm too sensible and like, oh, I'm going home for a cup of tea if I don't booze. But then when I booze, I'm like, oh, let's go have an adventure. I got the fire in my belly. Um, Don't worry. Do you know, it's weird too. There's no, I've never met an alcoholic in Ireland. But everyone here is like, oh, you're drinking? You're drinking? You might be an alcoholic. Calm down. I know how to booze. It's okay. Uh, I have more fun boozing. People in LA are more tolerable boozing. Uh, but then Monday and Tuesday, I do this too. My buddy in New York, and he's boozing all weekend. Irish buddy, and then Monday and Tuesday, we're like, oh, we need a break. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm got to get life, got to be more productive. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Then Monday and Tuesday, we're all productive, getting work done, <coughs> living the dream. And then Wednesday, every Wednesday around five o'clock, when the sun sets, I get a little kick in my stomach that says, you know what? Maybe you deserve a little. Uh, you've had two good days of work. Maybe you deserve a little drink tonight. Celebrate. And then by Thursday, I'm like, oh, you definitely deserve a booze now. And then by Friday, I'm like, it's Friday. Have fun. You only live once. You're single. You're not married. You don't have kids. I think, too, you become a man when you have kids because God knows um, a lot of people I know were not men. Boys in men outfits. Um. And then Saturday, you're like, well, it's Saturday, and then Sunday. Sunday, I hate drinking Sunday, but I also, at the time, it feels like a good idea. Because you're like, oh, that was a great weekend. Friday was great. Saturday was eh. Sunday, come on, we can end this weekend on a high note. Let's grab the weekend by the balls and squeeze the life. Clinging on to it for the last bit of hope that it's going to be a fun night. And Sundays rarely are. Sunday day is a good day to booze, but Sunday nights rarely it's always. Although you will get up to mischief, I will say that. Sunday is when the weirdness comes out. Um, but then Monday you're goose and you're like, Ugh. and then you try and work it off. And then Tuesday, for some reason, two-day hangover. Tuesday is slightly worse. So that's how I was feeling this week. I didn't want to do the podcast when I was like, I'm all I wanted to have a bit of energy, some verve, a kick. A nice little gibbering sheen. Um, so that's where we are now. That's uh, Speaking of flowers, <coughs> it's funny, like, the difference in L.A. and America and Ireland in certain stuff. Like, I remember my buddy was telling me that some... He got a number off a girl and turns out she was a prostitute. And he, I was like, oh, how'd you know? And he was like, she kept sending me flower texts, like roses. And I was like, oh, that happened to me before, too. This girl just kept saying, yeah, I'll hang out. And then she'd put, um, like, text me three roses. And I'm like, okay, you have flowers are lovely. Like in Ireland, if a girl was to text you roses, you'd be like, oh, she likes flowers. Maybe she wants me to buy her some roses. But in America, especially in L.A., probably all America, I'm just... I live in LA, so that's what I'm talking about. Uh, if a girl sends you roses text, it means she's a prostitute. And roses means pay me for sexual intercourse. So that's odd that flowers are now uh, sex symbols. I suppose it's not too odd if uh, aubergine or whatever that purple penis thing is. But still, if you get a text off girls or if a girl says, Oh, I love roses. <laughs> Must be similar to I love to travel. 
That means I'm willing to travel as I'm a traveling prostitute. Just little jibbers I'm picking up from LA people trying to just warn or tell the rest of you about. <coughs> Don't listen, but do listen. Just in case you ever get the roses text, be like, oh, I remember there was this dopey Irish guy high on coffee, surfing on a surfboard or some jibber, going on about roses, and that means she's a whore. Unless you're married to her and she was like, can you bring me home some? And she says roses and you're like, oh, you're a whore. I married a whore. What? Why didn't you tell me sooner, Catherine? You ruined me. You ruined me. Ah. No. No one else gets that little joke. I don't even get it myself. Speaking of jokes that people don't get, I wrote this. I actually wrote it ages ago, but I just remembered it yesterday. So I tweeted it or put it up online. It was like... What's an investment that will never... Wait, let me get it properly. I can never... I always forget stuff. I always forget stuff. I always forget stuff. All right, here it is. What you call investment that will never make you money? A woman! What do you call an investment that will never make you money? A woman! Like, if you were a woman, you could say the same, but you could be like, what you call investment that will never make you money? A man. <coughs> I don't know, maybe it's the opposite. What you call investment that might always make you money? A man. But it's funny when people get upset about it, you're just like, come on. It's clearly a joke. Clearly a joke. You don't have to get upset about everything in the world. That's what I'll say to you. Nothing, you can't be upset about everything. Uh, who was I speaking to recently? Oh, I was talking to this. Uh, he's like, he's a talk show. I'll say this and then you can figure out who he is later. <coughs> he's like, has his own talk show in America. One of the big ones. And he did some joke recently where it like offended people. And I was like, oh yeah, what? What did you do? Did you do anything? Because uh, a lot of people were like, he can't be saying this. He should get in trouble. And he just said, yeah, I just told him, sorry if you got offended. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a good answer. Sorry if you got offended. So if a joke offends you, that's what I'm going to say from now on. Sorry that you got offended. Not my fault. I blame you for it. <laughs> I blame you for getting offended. Um, yeah, it's weird too with all like the sexual harassment. You're like, oh, that's bad, that's bad. But then it keeps getting lower and lower. And you're like, every time I see someone like James Franco, I'm like, okay, I didn't do that one. We're still good. We're still good. Unless it gets to the point where like, <coughs> uh, he tried to awkwardly make a move on me when we were out having drinks. He's Irish and he grew up in the culture. Where boys and girls wouldn't mingle, so they have to get drunk, and then they could talk to each other. And then he doesn't know how to talk to people sober, so he awkwardly said, Ha ha, you look lovely. Ha ha, how would you feel about making a. Do you like a kiss? Do you want to have an old. Close your eyes there, I'm going to come in for a kiss. No? Okay, sorry. Unless, if it comes to that, then I'm screwed. Then I'm screwed. Otherwise, no. All good. No harassment. Harassment free, as they call me. It's not so. Everyone, everyone everywhere, all been taken down. 
but then I think other women then are get more upset. They're like, this one uh, girl was like, after that investment joke, clearly a dumb joke. The whole point is that it's a dopey joke that I wrote like I think three or four years ago. She was like, "Whoa, that's fucked." It's like, no, it's not. Come on, come on now. It's a joke. What does it say in my bio? Comedian. Don't get offended by everything. Sorry that you got offended. And then you must be hanging around with the wrong women. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a ha ha ha. That's a bad joke. I know that's the joke. I know I'm not being serious. It's intentionally a bad joke. It's a bad joke like my own life. Your business plan is wrong. That's what one funny girl said to me. I was like, yeah, it is. Got to start pimping out these women. Again, a joke. It's okay. Got to start sending out some roses texts, people. Got to start out sending pimpers. They don't call me pimpers. <coughs> I heard a dude. Uh, um, it's funny. I like walking around LA because you always hear weird stuff. That's why I like taking Uber pools too. Like the Uber pool, there was a girl. She was like to the. She was in the back. I was in the front. She was like to the driver. Where are you from? She was drunk, and he's like, "Oh, I escaped from hell, Syria." And she was like, "Are you escape? You'd love escape room." And you're just like, "What? Escape room is the thing in LA where." You solve riddles to get out of a room. I don't know. It's dumb. I haven't done it. I probably love it. But at the moment, I haven't done it. That sounds dumb as Jesus to me. But that was her reply to him escaping <coughs> a war-torn country. You should try out this escape room. <coughs> I had an Uber driver tell me. He was calling me. He was saying guys wearing scarves in LA are pussies. 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 All Pussies. You're a man in LA wearing a scarf. You are a pussy. And I'm wearing a scarf while he's calling me a pussy. And uh, I said, thank you. Pussy is, they call me. I didn't include the pussy magnet. Oh, that would have really taught him a lesson. But he was Russian, so I don't think he would have got the joke. Seems scared by scarves. It's a trait uh, in America, in LA. Guys are scared by scarves. They think you're going to turn them gay if you're wearing a scarf, even though you're not gay yourself. You'll never know what happens when a scarf is about. Oh, one minute there's a scarf lying around, next minute it's around your neck, and there's a dick in your mouth. All because of the scarf. Not because of your hidden desires. Um... I heard a girl, she was like, I hate when I get into a Uber pool. I do like Uber pools because you, you hear how dumb people are and weirdness and it's funny. Um, at that time, I got in the back and some someone had a, a cat in their bag and then they were off me crack. And I was like, oh, this is delightful. Oh, this is delightful. People keep asking me about leprechauns too recently. Are leprechauns real? And I'm like, what? You're saying my friend Timmy the leprechaun isn't real? It gets to the point where people are asking about leprechauns so much, I'm now going, wait, are they real? Were they hidden from me as a child? What's going on? And then I text Timmy the leprechaun, and even though it's the same number as my dad's, I'm like, hey, Dad, that's weird. You got the same number. Were you making up that Timmy the leprechaun was real all these years? But uh, I got into this one Liverpool, and the girl was going on about 
She's like, Trump isn't fit to be our president. He's not a, he's not able and he's not well equipped. We can't have someone like him. He's a reality TV star. And then the Uber driver's like, oh, why? Who do you think would be good? And she's like, Oprah. Hey, did you see her at the Golden Globes? Oprah for president. And they're just like, oh, dumb are American people. I know that's a big old brush to paint them all with. I like to make uh, broad, broad statements. But then again, don't we all? That's not a joke. I can't. I can never remember my jokes unless I reread them. I'm like, ah, that's why I could read my books again and be like, who wrote this? Who's the genius that wrote this? And then I'm like, I look in the mirror and the mirror says back to me, it was you. And I'm like, oh yeah, it was. Twas indeed, wasn't it? Open for president. That's the new thing. Honestly, though, like, how dumb can you get? People giving out about Trump and then. These dopes want Oprah as their president. Oprah gave us Dr. Oz. Fake doctors. Idiots. Dr. Phil. Fake doctor. Not a doctor. She was, what does she do? She promoted that Jenny, Jim Carrey's ex, Jenny. She's like the model. Jenny. Jenny McCartney, is it? McCarthy? No vaccination. All down to Oprah. You dumb people. So dumb. Same people are probably making millions off Bitcoin. And I'm the one calling them dumb. Maybe it's me. And your mattress is free. <coughs> um, I think the coffee's wearing off. But maybe not. Who knows? You know, it's funny too, you get people hitting you up. Do you ever have someone hit you up, right? This is not going to make any friends, but here we go. Have you ever had someone so ugly chat you up that you're like, wait, what? Am I ugly too? I wish I had confidence of these people. I wish I had confidence to be an Instagram model. Like imagine, have, imagine having that much confidence. You don't do anything. I saw a couple yesterday, they had like, like 1.5, 1 million followers. And they just walk around and they look at you like you should know them. I know they knew them because they kept saying their name back and forth to each other. Like, we should have known them. I was at coffee at my buddy's. So I was like, I'm going to look them up. Looked them up. One out of like 1.12 million. And oh boy, were her photos uh, photoshopped and whisked over. What was my point? Oh, people were hitting you up. And then you're just like, with the confidence of, oh, you want this, honey? And you're like, Jesus Christ, no. And then you're like, wait, she's certain that I want it. Am I, is this my level? I don't know. I could never hit up someone I thought was good looking and be like, oh, you want this fucking four inch but feels like a ten inch penis, baby? You want this scarf, motherfucker? And they'll just block and delete me just so you know hey ladies i'm not like the other guys i admit to being a prick i'm just reading over tweets to see what else just one drink is the equivalent of just the tip i agree with that that's why i don't have one drink i have them all um i have them all oh if you're oh yeah 
tomorrow night is Laugh Factory, Irish show again, great lineup. Chris D'Elia, Brent Moran, Michael Lenoche, Tom Dresden, Ron Pearson, many more. Last week was unreal. Oh, last Friday was savage. Oh, yeah. <coughs> People asked me, like, a girl earlier was like, what do you do day to day? I don't have a clue, because last Friday I woke up, and my buddy, uh, careful of your toes now, um... Uh, if there's one thing that Elton John taught me, it's that people don't like when you name drop. Great joke. Very dumb. But, um, yeah, so my buddy Robbie Williams emailed me and he's like, do you want to have a FIFA competition in my house? I was like, I do indeed. This is Friday. So I get the Uber pool. He's got a mansion in the hills. I don't know how big it's so it's you. He's got like twenty three bathrooms or something. He's twenty three bathrooms in his house. Imagine that. I have two. He has twenty three. But you know what's funny? Whenever I go up there and I always need the bathroom because I drink water and then I get there and I'm like, oh, I need the toilet. I can never find one straight away. You think you could? But I couldn't. So I get out, we drive up, Uber pool up there. Um that's the kind of life I live, people. I Uber pool up to my buddy's mansions in the hills. But his is unreal. It's savage. Uh, like, the gates are huge. It's like the gates to a kingdom. And you go in, and you go up the drive, and then you got all the view of L.A. He's got an unreal view, too. It's on the right side of the hill, so it looks at all of L.A. And we go there, <coughs> and it's... Um, me, a guy named Beardy, who plays uh, keyboard in his band. Uh, guy Michael, Simon. He's married. He does like a water company. He's married to Adele. Um, <coughs> James Corden, TV presenter. And then Rob. What else is there? Maybe that's it. Five or six of us. I think there are six. I'm leaving someone out. My bad. So we're playing FIFA. Some laugh. That's what people, they're like, oh, what's it like hanging around with all these? It's the exact same as hanging around with your buddies. You're just in a mansion. And their small talk is like being on yachts. And the high, highest, high, high life going to like these far-fetched islands in the morning and you're just like oh, I'm gonna try and get I'm gonna get an Uber pool home I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna make sure there's not a surge charge so I get the right the nice cheapest price but it was great laugh great he's got this huge like cinema room so we're playing FIFA on this massive screen and he's like come on up I thought I woke up and I was like I think I have a cold and then I was like no it's just a hangover and he was like come up I put on a spread and eat all this savage food he was eating all oh, just savage. I'd love to have my own chef. That's my dream, people. My own chef. Oh, it was so tasty. And his assistant comes out, brings a drink. But you like coffee, vodka? You're just drinking. You're having a laugh. You're chitting and chatting. You're playing FIFA. Living the dream at some hoose. And then I was like, oh, this, I thought it was only going to take two hours. But then it was like three hours, four hours, and I was like, oh, jeez, i got to get back from my comedy show. And then, so I was like, i got to go. So I leave, 
don't even know where the story's going. I ran out of energy from my coffee. I forget the point. But like, he's so far in the hills, Uber Pool's like 20 minutes away. And I'm like, God, oh, Jesus. So I've got a normal one. You're like, God, oh, Jesus. And then it's traffic. And you're like, God, oh, Jesus. 45 minutes away. And I got to be at the show at 740 and it's like it took 20 minutes up there so i thought it'd take 20 minutes back and now it's like quarter to seven and i'm like oh jesus i get home at seven thirty-five, because i was wearing tracksuit pants couldn't go to a show and i hadn't eaten so i get home whip off my clothes whip on some lovely clothes whip on my new shirt it increases my self-worth go do the show the show some laugh everyone killing it the premise of the show is that it's an irish show so i pretend that everyone there is my friend from ireland but no one's irish except for me i introduced them all as an irish made-up story and people had started like is that real and by, by the end i don't have to say anything they start laughing it's a great comedy tool we had like michael lenoche uh andrew santino uh john henson um who else did we have? Oh, Thomas Dale. He's a funny, funny man. He's a creep, but a funny man. And then Craig Robinson from The Office and Hot Tub Time Machine. He came on. I didn't realize how talented, like, how entertaining he is. He was just on the keyboard, killing it, singing songs. People were loving it. He did about 40 minutes. It was mighty show over booze done i had to go booze and schmooze i forget where i was going with the story i'm running out of energy it's gone five the sun is setting i wonder people if we're done are we done i think we're done here comes the bride all dressed in all looking like a ride right in ireland is a good looking woman look at that ride oh christ almighty i'll leave it with this thought i literally can't even figuratively anymore classic nothing makes me feel poorer than having no money true and fair fair and true i also a good way to get away with being rude is to end the sentence with per se i'm not calling you a fucking bastard per se <coughs> oh here's the last one i realized here's a summary of la folk people are people are always asking me what are people in la are like here writers are intelligent comedians are depressed singers are manic actors are damaged models are mental dancers are insane and all of them are extremely horny all the time. Dancers actually are the most insane. Um, <coughs> you see photos of like, imagine being a dancer and then you didn't make it. You spent your whole life jumping in the air. Not even a good jump. Did you ever see those photos of the people who are like doing ballet poses in the air? But they don't look like ballet dancers. They're kind of chunky and heavy. And then they don't make it. And they have to have a fake smile and cracking and they wear more makeup as they get older men and women and uh you didn't make it as a dancer that's unfortunate that's tough for the system oh speaking of unfortunate oh that was my point earlier i heard a guy on the phone the other day and he was crying because his wife had become friends with his mistress ah i felt bad for him the poor poor fella 
That's the kind of world we live in in LA, people. <coughs> Filled with wonder and cocks and all sorts of gibberish. Filled with people who say, people in their 40s who will say stuff like, the Coachella lineup is lit. Fire emoji. Imagine being that kind of person. My buddy showed me the other day, your man, do you know your man Logan Paul? His dad, Greg Paul. You should go on Instagram and look at him. It's like, it's funny because it's so bad and then it's depressing that it's so bad. And you're like, oh, that's why his sons are like this. Jesus Christ, this is horrific. JP, this is JP coming at you. You got to watch it. Greg Paul. Go to Instagram and look at Greg Paul. And you'll be depressed. It'll depress you unless you're an idiot and then you'll find it funny. They always are the two options. So it was kind of cool, actually, at the comedy store the other night. I don't know what was going on. <coughs> but you know that song, Too Close by Next? Baby, when we're crying, I get so excited. Oh, how I like it. I try, but I can't find it. Oh, you're feeling real close. close. First of all, I love that song for so many years. I remember dancing that in Ireland. <laughs> all these Irish guys, all these white Irish guys wearing white shirts and navy pants and black shoes. Same clothes we wear going to mass as you wear out at the club. And we all were hip-hopping around to hip-hop and smooth R&B hits. And we were all thought we were black and cool. And uh, <coughs> I've loved that song for years and years. And then randomly at the comedy store, there was like some urban show. That's what they call it, black shows. Saw black comedians, and one guy spotted the lead singer of Next, and he was like, come on up here, and there was a DJ there. And the next minute, they put on the instrumental or something, and the main singer of that band started singing it, and you're just like, what's going on? This is a comedy show. And then everyone's grinding and loving it. (coughs) It was unreal. I only found out recently what it actually means as well. You're making it. It's about a guy having a horn because he's dancing. Um... With a hot chick at the club. You're making it hard for me. Never realized what it was about. Because I'm a slow man. You're making And I also have that uh, syndrome all the time. Probably walking around with a lazy horn as we call it. I should have known what my favorite song was about. But it's very apt that it's... Well, it's one of my top tens. Top ten songs. On that note, I'm going to go dance and grind against the wall. And I think you should go do the same. This has been a pure delight for us all. Thank you. Oh, do you know what? If you're listening to this, write a review on iTunes. Apparently that stuff's good. I need to do this podcast more like a podcast. So write a review. Get it seen. Get it out there. I can then stop having people like Crystalia and Michael Lenoci saying, what are you doing? Do it properly. If you're going to do it, do it properly. So, yeah. Please write a review on iTunes, spread the word, spread the gibber. Don't be shy. People love to tell me, they love to come up to me and they're like, oh, I loved your status or your podcast or that joke. And I'm like, why didn't you like it or share it? That's all you want. All right, if you want to read, oh, people love my books too recently. So if you want to read them, check them out on Amazon. Random, The Adventures of an Irish Guy in LA, Randomer, The Continued Adventures, and Predom Before I Came to LA. I think I'm going to rewrite or write a new book this year too. It's out there in the world, people, so now I have to do it. Um, 
Okay, there we blow. Find me on Instagram at the Marquez. Uh, Twitter, Snapchat at Trickadoo, T R I C K A D U U. Anything else? Talk to my assistant, Robbie Williams. Hit him up for any queries on my queer life. Goodbye, people, and best of luck. Enjoy the weekend. And as we say, in the household where I am currently, Boozard, Boozard. Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck.